0: Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm Michael. Hey, Michael.
1: Hey. So we're back. We feel each a little bit better than we did last week. So that's a little good. Bit, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. And we're going to just jump right into it. We got a, a, well, not a, not a ton, but we have something I think a lot of people will care about right I feel from like the co- very compared beginning. Compared
0: to last week, the news this week is a lot more substantial.
1: Yeah, I would yeah. agree. I would agree. And, There's more games that we're interested in and I would like I said the the first news is the one where people the majority really care about.
0: Yeah, so if you've been living under a rock, surprise there was finally Nintendo Direct. <laughs> and it was of course the Animal Crossing Direct. We all kind of assumed that was going to happen. It was about 25, 25 minutes long of just all Animal Crossing stuff. It was long. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty long. <laughs> it was I was getting like flashbacks to a little bit of Super Smash Brothers stuff. Um, mm. But we're going to focus on some of the new stuff that hasn't really been in the series, some of the new things that probably haven't seen before, um, and then we're just going to briefly go over a couple other things that they covered. So first of all, the new features. There is going to be a Nook phone, which has a camera, a map, and apps that can be added throughout the game to help you with gameplay, kind of like your main navigation in the game. Um, and then Nook Miles is in-game an in-game reward system for completing different challenges. They're including party play, which this took up a lot of time and more time in the direct than I think it really needed to. But mm-hmm. you can have up to eight people living on one island, um, but you can only explore the island at the same time with three other players. And um, you can have one designated as a leader and the other ones are followers. So whoever is the leader, you'd kind of just do what they do. And then you can easily switch out the leader to someone else if you, you know want to take turns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Next is land development. You can explore and customize the landscape to build on it. Um, it seems like there are some terraforming tools that you can use, but essentially it's just developing an island. And then Nook Link. This was probably the most interesting part of it, and to me, a li- just a little kind of a little confusing. Um, so it's part of the Nintendo Switch Online app. Uh, you Basically, you scan a custom QR code from previous games like Animal Crossing New Leaf and Happy Home Designer, but you scan it with your real actual real life smartphone and then you can download them into Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, and then also through Nooklink, you can talk with friends and who also have Animal Crossing and then you can um, use that to just chat or use your phone as a keyboard to talk with people but just the overall like qr code thing kind of confused me a little bit i don't i didn't really understand the value in that but i don't understand the value in qr codes in general so
1: well i mean <laughs> yeah. this is just i think it's one of the th- three games now that will use the nintendo switch online the fact that you can yeah. tell type and chat with people that's just nintendo forcing us to use their silly app um Mm. i i think it's interesting that they have some of this scanning and and like you can pull port some stuff in but it just seems cumbersome the way they're handling it it doesn't seem necessary to make it this i i don't know i'm just not a fan of the nintendo switch app and i think a lot of times they force it in such a weird way that it's not really practical or useful it'll be interesting to see what happens with this but it's just another another. It's just another
0: uh, step where you could just include it in the game. Yeah, like build it into the game. Everybody else does that, and it works a lot better. <laughs> um, and then beyond the new stuff, they also covered just generally what players can do on the new island, some new villagers, a couple quality of life updates, customization options, so you can do things like designing your own coffee mugs, um, and then free. Uh, they're going to have free updates and seasonal events. Um, so you have that to look forward to if you are an Animal Crossing fan. And overall, it seems, based on fan feedback and comments and things like that, it didn't really seem like anything was super shocking to people. But people are curious about DLC because there's been a little back and forth about in-game purchases. On the 9th, Nintendo announced in-game purchases for the game. And this was nothing new at the time because Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, had, the the mobile game, added microtransactions and then they had a later... Uh, paid subscription service. So nobody was like, oh, this is crazy and different. But what started to kind of make people really confused was on the 13th, in-game purchases was removed from the ESRB rating section on the game's website. So they're like, okay, are we going to have microtransactions? What's happening? And for a while, and like, of course, you know, once one little tiny thing changes, every news outlet freaks out and basically makes these big, bold statements saying, oh, they're doing this. They're not doing that anymore. They're doing this They're doing that. But then on the 19th, the in-game purchases thing was added again. <laughs> so people are wondering what the heck is going on. <laughs> Why do they keep going back and forth? Is there going to be DLC? So I guess we'll find out soon, if not, when the game comes out. So just it's funny seeing all the back and forth and people like going crazy about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I would be absolutely amazed if a game like this didn't have DLC. It seems like yeah. a game that's built for that. Um mm-hmm. I don't know I've never been a fan of this franchise it's just never been something that does it for me it's I was I was reading a few articles about people that are kind of in the same boat that maybe my first time playing it I bought it when it was on the Gamecube uh, and and played it a decent amount but it just never hooked me i was never really a huge fan of the characters in it i'd never liked a lot of them so when they would ask me to do things in the game or i just didn't like the characters and i just didn't want to help anybody because i just felt they were all rude and i just didn't enjoy the game i just it was a weird game that just never gave me much enjoyment now i'm wondering if it were the fact because there's certain there's certain, there's certain things about this game that I should love. I love the idea of crafting things and collecting things and, and making something my own, like my house. And in this case, like the, the entire island, I guess, and terraforming. And those things I really, really get a lot of enjoyment out of. And I generally gravitate toward games that are like that. But it was something to do with the art style. One of the people that I was watching... Uh, was saying, you know, you would like this if you are really into cutesy characters. And I'm not. I don't like cutesy characters. They mm-hmm. tend to annoy me. I don't like the fact that that something being cutesy is like an appealing factor. It's just not for me. So that is a check against it where all of these other things are like, no, I love the idea. And I really like the idea that it's real time. So if you're playing at night, it's night. If you play on Christmas, it's Christmas. If you play on Halloween, it's Halloween. Like I really enjoy that aspect of any game i think that is so neat but it just looks so stupid and it's so hard for me to get really into it so i i really flip flop back and forth and i really want to enjoy it but there's so many things that kind of keep me away from it and the idea that there is no um, end really you're not playing for any specific goal you're just kind of playing for the sake of playing because that's what this game is about and it's it can be chill and just kind of relax I have a lot of games to get through and a game like that, where it just could be an endless time state like suck is if this were the only thing I was playing, I'd be very into that, but it's not. So it's, it's hard for me to want to jump into a game that's like that. And there's so many games like that, that I want to be playing, you know, stardew Valley to me is a very Mm -hmm. similar feel, very similar chill game. That's kind of got a lot of overlapping themes, but I would there's just a rather story. play that. it was like
0: an actual ending to that game that you pulled yeah, up. And to. I would just rather yeah. play
1: that. you know, mm-hmm. and and now that there's been a lot of updates recently to my time at Porsche, I think I want to go back to that yeah. and, and actually play it because I think it'll be playable. Um and that has more of an aesthetic look that I like as opposed to the way Animal Crossing looks. So I'm very excited for the Animal Crossing fans. I like seeing the excitement for this game, and I wish I was a part of that, but I just don't think it's ever going to be a game that clicks for me, or at least it hasn't in the past. Uh, And, you know, for $60, it's just not a game I can I can buy because my level of excitement doesn't match the price. If it were something where there was some freak thing, we got a code or it was it was half off in, in the future, then maybe. But as of right now, it's a pass for me, but I'm super excited for the people that, that want this.
0: I, I feel the same. I think that based on the types of games I like, you would think I'd be super into this, but I never really jumped on the Animal Crossing bandwagon just ever in general. Um, I think what deterred me from it was the animals that talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. A lot of the games I play are just like mostly people. So i just i don't know um that just wasn't appealing to me that the cutesy talking animals and and working together part of that just wasn't appealing Mm -hmm. but seeing you know the hype and stuff for it like it does look interesting it does look cute but like you said there's so many other games that are similar um like my time in Portia, i thought of immediately just because it's it's similar you're like on this island you're trying to help build it up and but there's more of like a story and a backstory to it and there's i feel like there's just more depth to that game than animal crossing so i'd rather spend my time playing that especially since you know i started it and they had the updates like you said so yeah i'm, I'm on i'm on the same path i'm, I'm happy for animal crossing fans
1: yeah, but and we'll see. We'll see it, what yeah. happens. I mean, there could be something that comes out that it just flips the switch for me, and I'm just really all of a sudden into it. Um, mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet, so we'll see. I I hope at some point to be you know with the the rest of the Animal Crossing fans, and we can all, I don't know, explore an island together or whatever you do. But um, at the moment, I'm not there. I'm on my own we, island. We
0: did do a Twitter survey, and I don't remember what the final uh, breakdown was. It was pretty was, overwhelming.
1: But... Uh, people excited for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, that, that's people, good. And
1: Which I know. I mean, that's yeah. that's obvious. <laughs> now, another thing some people are excited for is another set of Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighters. So we knew a while back that Volume 2 was announced, but this has been confirmed by Sakurai himself that this is the last set of DLC coming to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So you're going to get another six characters and that'll bring it up to 88 characters in the game. I think that is more than enough. That's Hopefully insane. everybody gets what they want out of these last yeah. six. But uh, this is it. This is the last of it. And Sakurai has also said there are no plans for a new future Smash Brothers game, which I would... I'm I'm more surprised that they're stopping with DLC because I could see this being... Almost the last Smash for five years. Like, What what more do you need in a Smash game than what they could provide in DLC as we keep moving forward? I I just don't see a reason. So this is it. And uh, and then who knows what will happen with Smash. So hopefully everybody gets what they want in these last six.
0: I have a feeling that all of the controversy over the characters that they've picked, putting on the fighter passes and stuff like that, they're just realizing, like, they're never going to be able to please the fans, really. <laughs> so maybe put the retor- resources towards something else.
1: Um, yeah, maybe. Um, or yeah. they're just sick of, sick of you know, building I think inside. they burnt
0: out Smash Brothers. They, they've just burnt it out in general. I think fans are tired and they're getting angry because they're not getting the the characters they want. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Well, there's six more, so maybe they will. <laughs>
0: Well, moving on, Pokemon Home has over one million downloads since its release, according mm-hmm. to Sensor Tower. <laughs> according to Sensor Tower, Pokemon Home has been downloaded and installed 1.3 million times. Uh, the United States and Japan were the biggest markets. The U.S. the highest market being 444,000, yeah, thousand downloads, which is about thirty four percent of all the downloads. Japan has 299,000 downloads. And then Great Britain, Germany, and France each have about 50,000 to 70,000 downloads. So that's pretty cool. Pretty insane that the U.S. is at the top because I wouldn't expect that, actually. And then early revenue, according to the Pokemon company, they've estimated to have made $1.8 million from premium plans. So people are signing up for those plans. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: Uh, Not a surprise, I guess. So it'll be interesting to see what happens I I guess I would imagine it would go over because these could be a lot of like monthly plans because it's mm-hmm. not a ton of money. I mean, it's slightly more than one dollar for each download, which I know I didn't buy anything and I downloaded it to my switch and to my um, my phone and played around with it a little bit. But I want to, you know, I want to jump in and kind of actually start trading some stuff. I'd like to do that automatic trading that we were talking about, that feature yeah. that is built into Home. I want to mess with that a little bit and just see what I get. But, you know, there was there's no surprise that something Pokemon Company put out is going to make money. I'd just be very interested to see what is there goal or what they wanted and what they actually get and that'll be the deciding factor on what the success rate is because right now the amount they've made seems a little low for the amount of downloads
0: yeah and I'm wondering too if that will like continue to grow or if it Mm -hmm. will just stay stagnant only because what we discussed before was people could sign up get the Pokemon from other games and then leave or just not see the worth in it anymore so it'll be interesting to see how that number changes and how it fluctuates
1: but, yeah. yeah. And I think there's there's a certain kind of people. Like, there's people more like me and, and you, I would say, where they are willing to maybe jump on premium for a month, do a bunch of our trades, and then say, okay, I'm mm-hmm. good. And then there's those people that have thousands of Pokemon and they would need a place to just store it. And they, yeah. they're the long term, uh, you know, users of Pokemon mm-hmm. Home, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there was something this week that was most important to me, and a, a lot of people know that I've been waffling back and forth, been going through, you know, loved The Witcher series on Netflix, l- have been reading all of the books and, and almost done with those, and then I decided, okay, now I'm, I am I want to play Witcher. Well, I'm going to watch Witcher 1 and 2, sort of like some playthroughs online, and then I'm going to get Witcher 3 and play it. And I've been waffling back and forth on whether or not to get it on the Switch, which is all of the DLC. The portability, but you compromise on sort of the overall look. People have said, uh, based on a couple of reviews that I've read, that if you have other ways of playing it, then it's probably best to play it there just because of the visuals of it aren't as good. Well, just recently, the update came out for Witcher that we've known was coming, and it's update 3.6. And this could be the deciding factor for me. I think I've I've made my mind up on what version of the game I want. Um, so the, what is included in this list of changes is they now have touch control, which I think is great. Anytime you're on the Switch, you should have touch control, whether you use it a lot or not. I do think it helps with menus and things like that. It's a nice they option. Have- yeah, it's just a nice option to use, um, especially maybe there's a way to toggle it on and off, you know, so you're not like bumping it by mistake. But yeah. I like when games have touch control because there are some things like uh, let's say you're playing Civilization or um, I don't know, SimCity. It'd be nice to be able to move things around with the, the touchscreen. It's there. Why not use it? So another thing they added to with this update is save file integration with GOG and Steam versions of the game. So now you could play if you if you had already bought it bought it on Steam. Now you can transfer your save file to the Switch version and play it on the go anywhere you are. I think that's huge. I this for me would be even bigger if it would work with the Xbox version, but uh, that doesn't seem to be a case at the moment. But that's still pretty pretty cool and mm-hmm. something i'd like to see in more switch games as we move forward they did add other little things quality of life stuff they added more text languages uh, they did some like you know various visual and bug fixes things like that but the big one is they added more graphical options so you can go into the menu and you can turn things off and adjust the sharpness and reduce the blurriness and from All of the reviews that I've seen, they say it makes a huge difference and it looks much, much cleaner and it looks fantastic. So you go in there, you can set it the way you like, you can make it look the way you want and play the way you want. And then now it's on the go. So for me, I've decided officially I'm getting The Witcher 3 on Switch and believe it or not, I'm going to get the physical version of it because from what, what I've seen, I know it's crazy, <laughs> but from what I've seen, the physical version, unlike many, many physical games, actually has some stuff in it. It has some maps and some like a BC area so you can see some of the creatures in the world and little little things that are thrown in that are part yeah. of the just the general game. You're not paying a ton more for it. And I like that a lot. So I I'm more than willing to to you know to buy the physical version in this case. And then absolute worst case scenario, if I do play it despite the graphical update and it looks terrible and I just feel disappointed, then I at least have the physical version to sell and make some of my money back and buy it, you know, on Xbox or something.
0: Or let a friend borrow it, you know? That well, option's always yeah. there too. That's that's an
1: option <laughs> as well. So if if that's assuming I I decide to keep it, but, um, yeah, yeah, I think this is great. I'm excited to, to play the Witcher at some point in the very near future and, uh, and play it on the switch. So I have it on the go.
0: I do love when games do that stuff when they have like the added, added things for the physical version.
1: Mm -hmm. One of my
0: favorites is the map for GTA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that I just love when, when games do that. Yeah. So that does it for the big news of the week. Uh, now let's move on to accessories and products a wild coral Nintendo Switch Lite appeared. Yeah. (laughs) Now, unfortunately, it's only available in North America. I'm sorry, our European and Australian friends. (laughs) But it is currently live on Amazon for pre-purchase for for $199.96. And it will be officially released on April 3rd.
1: Yeah. But it looks pink. nice. I bet you Mats is sad he got the one he did because I can see him <laughs> wanting this one.
0: Yeah. He's a big I, big
1: fan of pink. So I can see him really wanting the coral.
0: Yeah. They say coral, but it's definitely pink. Um yeah, it's pink. I, I like I like it's to nice though. the I yeah. I, I do like that color. I wish they had that in uh on Joy Cons, but
1: yeah, that would be really cool. I would yeah. I would definitely buy a Coral Joy-Con set. I think that would mm-hmm. look nice. Um, I like all the colors that they've come out with for the Switch Lite. I wish they yeah. would sell those as Joy-Cons because I, I, even I like the, the gray one. Yeah,
0: yeah, the gray one's really nice. The, the yellow, like all the colors look really, really great. And it's interesting because I was thinking to myself, I feel like this would have been really good if they did an Animal Crossing bundle with the Coral mm-hmm. Switch. And then I was thinking maybe it didn't work out. So they were just like, "Oh, we'll just sell Coral Switch lights," because just the timing of everything seems really weird, right?
1: Maybe, or uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still on the fence with the light because we've talked about certain games that there's functionality in the game itself that the light doesn't support. So, Mots was a perfect example. He mentioned playing Pokemon, and there's a boss in it that the Switch tells you where to go based on vibration. And if you don't have – he's been playing on the Switch Lite. It didn't have the vibration in it, and he just basically wandered around. Just trial around and error. Because he, didn't, he couldn't feel <laughs> yeah. where he was when he was getting close to the trap. So there could be things like that in Animal Crossing, and they just said, well, we're, we don't want to bundle if you don't get the full experience. That based, to me is based a huge, not think, though.
0: Based on the direct, I don't think there's anything like that. No, they didn't really I, mention any vibrations or anything like that in the game or or joy con movements or anything like that yeah. that i that i can remember but i'm wondering if it's just like production wise it didn't work out and that's why it's only available in North america could be could yeah be. i, don't I know. mean
1: who knows how the it's production a theory. <laughs> the coronavirus could be affecting that as well yeah you know production true. times and throwing mm-hmm. that off so who knows but um, yeah i think uh, the color' cool it's different and i would like to see joy cons for that Now, we have one thing coming to the rumor mail. It says major, but there's no real information. And that is, according (laughs) to the Japanese magazine Famitsu, Platinum Games will be sharing a major, this is in quotes, major announcement in future issue set to come out on the 27th of February. There was nothing else included in that. So there's no, we have no idea. But I'm hoping it is some substantial bayonetta info which we have been getting trickles a little bit right every well yeah every month every other month we get something from the developers and they say it's going just as good as it can be expected and it's on track blah 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 Mm -hmm. but there's no real information they just keep saying the same stupid thing over and over so hopefully we'll get some real information on the game because it's been like ridiculous amount of time since we've gotten anything substantial um we need some news. We need to know what the heck's going on. Give us an idea of when something like this is supposed to be coming out. What What is, what is the deal? <laughs> yeah, what, what is the deal? So apparently there's a major announcement coming out on the 27th of February. We will see and we will definitely report whatever that is. Hopefully it's something actually major and not, you know, a waste of time.
0: Yeah, keep your ears peeled and eyes peeled. I'm sure something, something will catch our eyes. <laughs> sure. So moving on to the best sellers of the week. Apparently, the, the direct did a good job because the number one spot Animal Crossing, the pre purchase. Mm-hmm. and Then, second, no, no surprise though. The, yeah, no surprise. <laughs> second is Thief Simulator. Third is Just Dance 2020. Fourth place Unravel 2. Fifth, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Sixth, Sonic Mania. Seventh, Child of Light Ultimate Edition. Eighth, Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Ninth is Monopoly for the Nintendo Switch. And then 10th is Minecraft. And then a couple other games, new games in the top 30. 18th is Goblin Sword. And then 19th is Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition. Nice. It did come out last week. I, I like keep remembering and then forgetting that that came out. But
1: yeah. it's out there. The, yep. Some good ones. Some good mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Uh, um, it's crazy to me that Thief Simulator is still in the number two spot, but that's probably still the back end of its sale. The so, sale is still
0: happening right now, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we'll yeah. see that drop off once the sale sure. is over. <laughs> Same uh, with
0: Monopoly. I think Monopoly was like 40% off.
1: Yeah, yeah, Monopoly so, yeah. was definitely on sale as well. Mm-hmm. So that gets us two new releases that we're into this week, we actually have a few checks. I know this one is a big one for you coming out on the February 22nd is Two Point Hospital. So you want to... Give your little uh rundown 20. a two-point hospital.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's actually coming out on the 24th, not the 22nd.
1: <laughs> oh, 24th. <Excuse> me.
0: <laughs> Very important. <laughs> um, but yeah, so two-point hospitals coming out. It's $40. It's a quirky hospital building. It comes building. out today.
1: The day we're recording. it.
0: Wait, out. it does? Yeah. Oh, cool. So it's already out. <laughs> it's a quirky hospital building management simulator. Um, you basically it's it's like the Sims hospital builder game. It's it's very cool. I had my eye on this for a long time, and I've been following whether it's going to come to Switch because when I first saw it, I, I remember thinking this looks like it should be on the Switch. When I found out it wasn't, I was just really confused. Um, but reading a couple reviews of it, it seems like all the controls converted great. There's no issues there, and that was my biggest concern. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for this game. I think $40 is probably a little too steep for me right now if it was 30 If it went on sale and it was like closer to thirty, I'd definitely get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But for forty dollars, I've got other games going on right now to like just randomly drop forty dollars on a game, so it's not going anywhere. It's in my wish list, so I'm just gonna wait a little bit and see what happens. But I'm I'm definitely excited for this game.
1: Yeah, I am very excited for this as well. I do have it on Steam, but this includes the DLC, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to kind of play around some of the DLC for it. It I love the look of it. I like everything about it. Uh, and like you said, $40 is a little pricey, but I know it will go on sale because it's done that on Steam. And I think the the way I got it was a it was either on Steam or the Epic Store, and it may have been like a free giveaway for a week. So yeah. I know it'll drop in price and I'll I'll definitely pick it up on uh Pick it up on the Switch. Another one that I have checked for the 27th is a weird one. This is Wanderlust Travel Stories. It's $15. It's on sale right now for $13.50. And essentially, it is just an interactive book. So you go through and it kind of, you're following, I think there's five or seven stories of different. Um, travelers. And it's kind of like almost flipping through and interacting with somebody's journal as they've gone from different parts of the world. And you kind of read through what they're doing, and then you have a chance to interact. And that directs the story in a certain way and the sort of the mood of the traveler and where they go. And I really think it's interesting. It seems more of a relaxed game, I guess you can call it, but it seems more relaxed, but I really like the look of it. I like the, the interface of it and the idea that you're kind of on this journey with them or you are them and you get to see different parts of the world and kind of experience that as if you were traveling yourself. So I think that looked really, really interesting to me. So I put the check one check. It'll be on the wash, the, the wishlist. list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The other one that I did check, we talked about this a week or two ago, and that's Kingdom Rush Frontiers is out for $12. I know they announced the entire trilogy for this, and I think at the time I thought it was going to be a bundle. $12 is a lot to me for this game. Um, I know that it's supposed to be optimized a little bit for the Switch, and this is a $5 game. I think you can get it on your phone for about that much, and it would handle... Very much the same, it played just fine, so for twelve dollars, I put a check because I'm gonna watch it until the price goes down It's a fantastic strategy game, but for that cost it just seems it seems a little expensive for what it is
0: and twelve dollars is the sale price it's actually full price fifteen dollars, which that just seems crazy
1: yeah that's <laughs> that's a lot it's yeah so you can get it on your phone right now for two dollars. <laughs> and like I said, it's the it's the same exact game um, and it's and it's highly, highly rated. It's a great game. It's not that it's not, you know, a good game and I'm waiting because of that. But twelve dollars when I can on sale, twelve dollars when I can buy it on my phone for two at full price. Yeah. It's just it's a hard sell that that's that switch tax is a little too high this time around. And I think they, they screwed themselves a little bit because it should be a lot less. That should be a five dollar game or bundled all the games for two.
0: They should they should have bundled them. The way they're if they doing it's seems very bundled them for weird.
1: 15 and had it on sale, it would have been a yeah. steal. You know, and, that and, would have been much re- more reasonable.
0: Yeah, and the fact that they're starting with the second game and not the first game, I don't understand what they're thinking is behind that either. Mm. It just kind of seems very messy the way it's being handled.
1: Well, with these games, I don't think it really matters the order necessarily. And Frontiers, because it was the second game, may have features that are better than what they did in the first one. Um because none of none of them really matter what order you play them in. But I do think it's odd. Like, why didn't you just come out with the first one, then the second, yeah. or bundle them? They should just should have bundled them. It would have been the better way to do it. But like I said, the price is too high. So that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, what you're playing. And for me, it's just more of the same. I've been playing Battle Chasers, a lot of battle chasers. I am almost done. I think I'm in the final area. Um It's just a grind. It is just a very grindy game. Really, really had enough. (laughs) Ready to be done. But that's what I've been working on. And uh, yeah.
0: Now you're telling me that you had like a a planned list of games that you were going to go through. What was the next one?
1: I have a lot of them. Um, So (laughs) Battle Chasers is a partial and... I I have Zel I have my Breath of the Wild which is very very close to being done. I just yeah. opened it up the other day and, and kind of poked around just to see where I was at in the game. I've found uh, I think eighty of the shrines. I have about I don't know seventy of the seeds or some crazy number of the seeds. Um, I don't I don't have a goal to do all of that. You know I, I don't need to beat it one hundred percent. But mm-hmm. all that's basically left for me is to is to like finish it, fight Ganon and be done. That's that's yeah. where I'm at in the game. I've just been doing shrines because I was at the time when I decided to stop playing, that's where I was at. And I I said, you know, I'm so close to getting I think all hundred of them I might as well try. And I just kind of got burnt out.
0: I remember there was one that I I had like I got in the be- I went to in the beginning, one of the shrines, and I could not figure it out. And I'm just I, if I ever go back into the game, I I will not, I'm not even gonna try that one.
1: right some of them there there were definitely some that are
0: they're really this puzzle does
1: not make sense i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing here and i'm at the point where now i'm just kind of beating it for because i want to finish the story and kind of getting back into it so if there's a shrine that's super super tough and i just cannot i'm just gonna look it up i don't even care anymore (laughs) i'm just gonna play it to to get things done and kind of finish the story um and then after that is is probably Hollow Knight. finished Hollow Knight, and then I'm going to go to something new. I'm sick of playing old games that I just got the sick of 3. playing. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably jump to Witcher Three or I've, like I said, I've got I've got a bunch of them. So who yeah. knows? But um I'm just it, I'm at a point where you're playing these old games and you loved them. I mean, I put in over 100 hours on on Breath of the Wild before I even got to the point I'm at now, and I'll probably put another 20 25 into it. But it's just kind of get burnt out, you know? And, yeah it's like no matter how much you love the game enough is enough
0: <laughs> time to move on <laughs> yeah well i was lent mario odyssey this past week
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i'm i'm enjoying it it so we've talked about this before i'm not necessarily a big mario world person mm-hmm. um i like more of the zelda stuff that nintendo puts out the mario stuff again it's like talking weird animals and i just i'm not really into that but I'm really enjoying the gameplay in this game. There's I mean, there's definitely really frustrating t- like puzzles and things like that. Um, like, for example, I'm fighting Bowser for the first time right now. And I've died so many times, <laughs> <laughs> like, like five times at this point. Um, I just I'm having a really difficult time. Um, and, and so I, I just close out the game and then I went and played a little grist. But um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it overall besides the frustrating puzzles and i also i feel like sometimes in the puzzles there's a lot of things i'm missing because there's i know there's so many hidden things in the game and it Mm -hmm. like in the back of my mind it it makes me feel like i'm not playing the game correctly like there's this one puzzle where you can you're on these platforms and you're sliding across the sky to try to get to another platform and if you throw the cap you can like get coins and then it'll hit this thing and then these like sonic waves will start going off and you have to like jump over them i did it the first time and i died three times so the the, after i died three times i was like i'm not even gonna try it's not worth it for like three coins (laughs) so i feel like stuff like that i'm kind of missing out on a little bit just because i'm not very good at jumping and fast reaction time and stuff like that but the 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 parts i've been enjoying the most in the game are the the parts where you're kind of exploring i've really liked the lake world mm-hmm. i think that's what it's called right i don't know i think it's like World. it's been anyway, like you're two
1: like... years since i played it oh. i don't remember what the area <laughs> you're is like called.
0: you're like underwater and there's mermaids and you can become a yeah. little fishy and swim around and like you're swimming it's like,
1: like the beach resort area
0: kind of yeah mm-hmm. sort of it's like underwater it's like atlantis that's what it reminded me of um oh okay yeah no, yeah yeah, yeah yeah and you're like in this like snow globe type thing underwater and there is this one part where there's like this hole that goes really deep in the ground and I went in the hole and it's like, you have to swim really fast to get to the bottom, but it's more like jumping and like landing on your butt to try to get down faster. Mm -hmm. And I figured it out. And when I got to the bottom, it was toad and he gave me a moon and I was so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I was like, I did it. I, I, I figured out this little like hidden puzzle thing. So I love that they have like little hidden things like that throughout the different worlds and maps and stuff like that. But, um,
1: well, then, yeah, I will enjoying- say that game is very good about, you know, you do something, you explore, and you're like, I don't know if this is going to be worth it. I don't know if I should be doing this. But yeah, they do a yeah. really good job rewarding you when you do do something.
0: Yeah, and that that's that's what I'm enjoying the most about it. Because that's what I like to do in games is I like to go off the beaten path. I'm like, oh, what's this big hill of sand over here? I wonder if there's something in it. And there was. Yeah, um, yeah I love stuff like that. Because it's like surprise good job you're playing the game like you should here's a moon yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but yeah so i'm i'm enjoying it once i can get past this bowser thing i'm sure i'll enjoy it again
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure yeah well that's great we got some good games we got some games to look forward to this week we got some good news this week we've got a lot going mm-hmm. on there should be a something for everybody between animal crossing and witcher news and the new switch light there's a lot going on this week so yeah really really good i'm happy we got a lot to talk about i'm happy we're both feeling a lot better um that's always good news in my eyes (laughs) and if you are interested in kind of chatting with us you want to write us you can feel free to do that just head over to nintendodispatch.com you can watch us at twitch.tv forward slash nintendo dispatch or you can chat with us on Twitter, at Dispatch Podcast, or on Discord. And that info is on our We're website. Everywhere. <laughs> we are basically everywhere. And you can feel free to reach out to us. We do our very best to kind of get back to you um, the best we can anyway with our schedules and stuff like that. But we know that we've got to stream more. Uh, Mats is usually the best about that. He's been off and on for the last couple of weeks. But he's really good about streaming. He jumps in there more frequently than both of us do but we will all do better with that at some point and and hopefully get to play with some of our listeners as well because that's always fun but uh yeah so that has been your nintendo dispatch